Well, this is a new one, and I think I like it. Yeah, clearly a new episode, obviously, I get that, but new in the sense that I'm recording it outside. I mean, come on, people, it's summertime. Why in the world would I not? Howdy, Brian, hanging out with you here. It's just say it, good to be with you again. It is that happy time of the year here in the Midwest when we can actually be outdoors. And so I thought, what the heck, I'll bring the old microphone outside Maybe you can hear the birds chirping in the background along with me and the trees there. It's summertime. I get it. It's not officially summertime. If you're going to nail me for that one, that's okay because factually that is incorrect. But the point is, it's just a happy time of year, people. I mean, come on. Short sleeves, shorts on, right? Let's go. Got a new grill the other day. If you like to grill, getting a new one of these items is it's Christmassy in many ways. The box comes and you get to take it out you do the whole unboxing situation then of course i realized that the 30 minutes they said it takes to put it together is more like 30 years but a couple of hours later got it done good to go there are things that come with getting a new grill at least there are for me because i already had a few grills around here some older ones and part of that process was selling one of the old grills on facebook marketplace do you do this are you a a facebook marketplacer are you a, a craigslister do you do this as part of your routine i mean why not try to recoup a couple of bucks right so got the messages back and forth from this person that's always a process in itself of course where you're trying to set up the time and are they coming and will you deliver it and no and oh gosh so that ends up costing more stress than whatever you're getting back for the product but who cares it's fun to sell it anyway so finally got it lined up nice uh, young couple they show up there and they're out there getting the grill going i was actually inside we were having our dinner at the time the family here and so just kind of left it out there and figured they'd probably just leave the money there at the door well they actually knock on the door which is fine i, I love people great to talk to folks and they said do you have a screwdriver i'm like well i have all kinds of stuff for you no problem let me go out there and let's see well here's the thing they were trying to fit a four burner gas grill with the side burner into a honda civic that doesn't work like most times out of well always yeah it just doesn't work hatchback or not the honda civic not exactly built for mass storage so off i went there with the screwdriver really nice people had a nice conversation with them talked about I don't know, hiking and camping and things that you would normally talk with complete strangers about because that's just what you do. So having this chat, it's dark, mind you. So at one point, I really couldn't see what I was doing. So I actually grabbed like this headlamp that I have for fishing. So now I got the headlamp on and it's a full on operation. The boys actually left to go back to uh, their mom's house at one point. So said bye to them and I'm still out there in the driveway kind of doing my thing here. And that's when we discovered that even that was not going to work. So then it required the ratchet set. So now the ratchet set is out and there's some hidden bolts in there and actually had to take apart both of the sides of the thing. Then just getting it in there. I mean, that thing fit by zero inches. It didn't fit, but somehow we forced it in there. They got a little, I gave them a tarp to to put, I didn't want their, you know, the roof of the the vehicle inside to get ruined there. So they they put the tarp on it and then the the thing wouldn't close the hatchback. So here you go. Here's a little bungee cord. No problem. So the bungee cord was holding this grill in there along with 
again, just the jam-packedness of it all, and they drove off. So who knows? I guess the old grill has found a happy place. Uh, the new grill is my happy place at the moment. This is like the pellet grill thing. If you're into to grilling, you're probably uh, you've discovered the pellet grill situation by now. It's not a new thing, but of my time spent at other people's homes where the pellet grill was present, I was very happy. I like the smell of the pellets burning. I like the taste of the meats that come off when that happens. So I got one. So shameless plug for Rectech. They have this bullseye grill, and it looks like, this is the really cool part, it looks kind of like the old Weber, which I conveniently had one of those around here as well and, and have uh, actually sent that on. That's another story. That was like a grill from the family growing up. It was like my dad's grill, so I took some pictures with it, had a little bit of nostalgia over that one. Uh, just didn't use it anymore because charcoal takes just so long. But all this to be said, love the nostalgia of that design. And so, well, this thing is cool. It's got the little electronic what do you call it? The temperature control deal with the pellets and the thing. It feeds it in there. But it looks just like a Weber grill. But it cooks so good. So now I'm eating good. I'm happy. We're, we're living right with these pellets. Everything smells nice. But here's the thing. There's always something with me. There's always something. It's got to be something. I don't know what my deal is. I can't just not have something. So the something was, well getting the chicken ready for the grill the other day. Do you like to cook chicken? Are you, and sorry, there's a breeze, by the way, because I'm outside, so I'm going to have to try to edit that out somehow. Whatever. Hope you're enjoying the birds, by the way. Uh, so I'm getting the chicken ready to go, and what do you do when you're getting chicken ready to go? Well, sometimes you put your fork in it there, and then you kind of check it out, make sure things are good, or if you have to move it around maybe before you put it in somewhere, or you just you have a utensil in the chicken at some point well what do you do then you right you rinse it off and then what how are you on this chicken thing i am a little neurotic when it comes to chicken i will be the first one to tell you that because isn't raw chicken like deadly can it kill you or something so here's the thing i think i had a bad experience with chicken once we were all in costa rica a bunch of uh, people a long time ago and the whole group had chicken one day and then a few days later the whole group was just deathly ill and it was awful. And yes, it could have been a lot of other things. There were many, many other factors uh, that could have been in play there. But there's always been this thought that it was that chicken that we ate that day. So anyway, since then, that is one of my oddities is, is with chicken. And I don't know what to do after you use that fork. And then later on, do you use the fork again, like later on in the cook when the chicken is getting to be almost done? Or isn't it because you stuck it in the chicken there earlier? Now, isn't it tainted? And don't you have to go to a new fork? These are things that are debated here around the house. I, I just, I'm not going to risk contamination and death. So I'm just going to go ahead and swap out that fork. So I'm really scoping out these chicken forks every time that I'm using them and heard a story the other day which made me wonder there was somebody who had some prized chickens and they were is it the hens right they're laying eggs and they were going to have this great crop of eggs and they the, the chickens were doing really well well and wouldn't you know it then a fox got into the hen house and the fox ate all the chicken the fox kind of 
did what foxes do there. But of course, that now made me think, well, dude, what happened to the fox? Like, that is a lot of raw chicken to be ingesting. So I don't know. Like, is the chicken still warm because it's living? Like, dude, these are things that need answers, questions that I just can't quite figure out. So regardless, that is what happened there. And speaking of things that I could use some answers to, when you go for your morning, afternoon, evening, whatever walk, when you go down your neighborhood and you're taking said walk, do you take the walk forward or backward? Where are you? What's your general direction when you're walking? I presume in my ignorance that it is probably forward. What do I know? Because there are is at least one person that I see walking by on a daily basis here, and that individual is walking backward, like down our street, like they will be walking in reverse, like like they didn't. It's stuck in reverse. I can't. I can't figure this out. Is this some sort of health trend that I'm missing out? Is this a fad? that I don't know about. Has this been on TikTok somewhere? What is going on with the walking backwards? I do not say this judgmentally. I am merely very, very curious about what in the world is going on and why are we walking backward? There must be something to it. If you know something about this, or perhaps if you are a backward walker, I would be very curious to find out Heck, maybe I'll go out and give it a try, and then somebody else down the street can then be having the same conversation about me as I now am about her. As for the neighborhood, took a poll on this the other day on Instagram, and curious what your take is on this. What is the earliest time of day that is socially acceptable to mow your grass? This is a question I recognize that can vary based on day time of the week as far as weekdays, weekends. I understand there might be a little bit of fluctuation on this, but in general, this is a question that I would like some answers on because I kind of like to do my mowing in the morning. I like to knock it out before the heat of the day. I have (laughs) just this lovely pale skin that is somewhat sensitive to sun so doing it in the midday sun is not ideal with the uv rays and all that stuff so i kind of try to get out there but at the same time i do want to be mindful i do not want to be that guy who is waking up the neighbors i will never forget growing up in my neighborhood there was a person across the street who they were out on the riding mower I felt like at like 6 a.m., like every Saturday morning. I'm guessing it probably wasn't 6 a.m., but my word, that felt early. And that was like, you know, 35 years ago. So I don't want to be that guy that somebody else next to me is then now saying X amount of years from now. You remember that doofus who was out there mowing at first light every time he got a chance and ruined my sleep? So I really have no idea when this is. The answer is varied widely. I got anything after seven. I got nothing before nine. There were some eights in there. What do you think? Like, what is your take on this? Hit me up. Let me know. I mean, I I really am curious. I'm trying to gather as much research and information as I can for a viable theory so that when I go out there to cut the grass, I'm doing it with confidence and knowing that I am not necessarily upsetting too many people. That really is 
the goal. As for too many people, there's never too many people here, but there were a lot of people at the Indy 500. Got a chance to go back to that the other day. Wow, that's cool. Been going to this event for probably about 20-something years since the late 90s. It's a little friend reunion now with friends of mine from the first TV station I used to work at. Great time. My son, Carson, has really gotten into the tradition of this. He went with me this year. He was my road trip buddy, and Carson really likes that now that he's 19, he gets to kind of take place in the adult conversations instead of being at the, the kids' table, if you will. So Carson got to hear all kinds of interesting stories from over the years, some about me, some about others, but he was part of the gang there at the race. Man, if you've never been to this, this is one of those things I would tell you that even if you don't like sports, forget racing, just go. It's a spectacle. It's fantastic. You go out there, there's incredibly loud noises. There's a lot of people watching to be done. They actually have on the infield of this track, this infield is massive, by the way, the infield of the track, there's a whole separate concert going on, almost like a, like a rave of sorts, like a dance party. It's fantastic. Just people having a good time in there. And, and so all this is happening while you have drivers in traffic that is tighter than New York City uh, going 220 miles an hour all around this track, just like back and forth and back and forth. Just sensory overload, man. It was so cool. Had a great time. And I, I'm looking forward to next year. We had not been as a group in like three, four years, you know, because of that uh, C word thing that we've all been dealing with the last few years. But uh, really good time. Good to be back seeing everybody and uh, and carrying on the tradition there to uh, future generations. And as for that, the future generations, now generation, getting to be a part of a tradition, if you will, or something that was part of our generation back in the day. Top Gun, man. Have you seen Top Gun? This was a movie that was so anticipated. We actually went the night I guess it was before it came out, whatever that Thursday was before the big Friday that it actually released. This is not something I normally do. I am not a movie buff or guru or whatever word describes someone who watches a lot of movies. I'm not anti-movie. I just don't watch a lot of them because I don't have a very long attention span. So I can't really sit through a movie most times. But for Top Gun Maverick, my gosh, man, Top Gun, one of the best movies of all time from growing up, fabulous. And I will say, without giving it away, this movie was outstanding. You should go see this. If you liked the first movie at all, heck, if you never even saw the first one, I don't know if you're, like, not living on Earth to have not seen it, but if you haven't seen it, either way, go check this thing out, man. They did a great job. The action scenes, fantastic. Loved it all. There was clapping at the end. It was really, really cool. So two thumbs up on Top Gun maverick and i kind of felt a little nostalgia during that i don't know if it's like thinking well i guess i was younger then and now i'm not or maybe it was some, whatever it was it wasn't a bad feeling it was a good feeling because they had kind of put a bow on this thing that had been just out there waiting for so long so i gotta say thumbs up to that big fan of that film go out and check it out or not, whatever, it's your money, and you probably need it for gas anyway, don't we all? So there is that. Uh, I'm going to go, I guess, go sit. Do you hear that? The birds? Yeah, they're, they're just so nice to be outside. Midwesterners in June 
must be outside. It's a bylaw. You have to do it. So I am not going to commit any kind of a crime here. I am going to follow the law and stay outside. Great chatting with you. Hope you have yourself a lovely day. We'll talk in the near future-ish. We'll see you.